Hi, and welcome to the Yes Podcast. Here, we share a collection of real stories told by real people who have said, I am yes. I am young enough to serve. We hope these stories and the lessons in them encourage you and challenge you to get involved in kingdom work in your church, neighborhood, and life. Welcome to Yes. Good afternoon. This is Judy Papano-Wick, and I have the privilege today of being with a couple that I actually just met probably a little over a year and a half ago. They're um, Steve and Barbara Taylor, and I actually met, um, I think I met Barbara first, and it was through a ministry called Dress a Girl Around the World. And this is such an amazing ministry that they're both involved in. And then Steve is involved with the Gideons as a chaplain. And then Barbara serves as an area ambassador for Dress a Girl Around the World. So Barbara, what in the world is Dress a Girl Around the World? Dress a Girl Around the World is a ministry of hope for women. And in recognition that there are so many children living in poverty around the world, um, we make dresses, and they are handmade, hand-carried, and hand-delivered by people traveling to developing countries, and they're personally delivered one-on-one. Um, -on -one. Dress a Girl Around the World is a ministry of hope for women, which has been around for 35 years. It is a sponsorship program for widows in Uganda, and Dress a Girl was a project that was brought from Arizona short-term missionaries to Uganda as a way that perhaps the ladies could use some household items they may have and turn them into something that they could turn a profit on by making dresses out of these pillowcases. It was so, so successful there in Uganda that the short-term missionaries, when they returned home, talked it up with their friends and said, well, why can't we do this with projects that were involved in in other countries and so the ladies started gathering in small groups and by twos and threes and some of the groups got bigger and they would make these dresses and then give them to their church members that were going to these countries and um, it was so successful that now it's in all 50 states um, we have ambassadors in most of those states but um, since 2009, when it was founded, we have sent over 300,000 dresses to 70 different countries. Wow. Wow. That yeah. is just, oh, that is so wonderful. Um, tell us a little bit, um, Barbara, about, I know just recently you got back from uh, Guatemala. So tell us about, tell us a little bit about that trip and what you did when you went there. Well, we have... A relationship with uh, Rosie Rivas there. She's a missionary in Guatemala. She serves the marginalized people in about 35 different villages of Guatemala. And so um, since we were traveling to Guatemala, this was a vacation for us. We met her in the airport with two 50-pound suitcases full of dresses from Dress a Girl and shorts from Dress a Dude and Gideon Bibles. And uh, she has since distributed them to um, the different villages with the Mayan indigenous people there. And we also took another 50 pound suitcase full of dresses and another 50 pounds of t-shirts 
to Casa Guatemala, which is an orphanage on the Caribbean side of Guatemala. Wow, that is so amazing. I had the privilege uh, about two months ago to go um, over to the church where uh, Barbara serves in Santa Cruz with Dress a Girl, and I was blown away by how many women were there uh, sewing away, cutting out patterns or whatever. She had a system in place. So, Barbara, how many of these Dress a Girl around the world how many, do you call them chapters or, or organizations? Well, you know, we don't actually have a, a true count of that because there are many people that send their dresses to ambassadors in their states or to the headquarters, which is in Tempe, Arizona. But we all that we do know is that we are represented in all 50 states. Locally, we have about 350 volunteers at varying de degrees of uh, commitment. But if anybody has a heart for children living in poverty, we find something for them to do, whether they know how to sew or not. And we've had many people come that didn't know how to sew that wound up discovering that they have a talent for it because we have also have many volunteers that love to teach other people how to sew. So um, that has just been kind of a, a byproduct of, of getting people together and seeing what happens when we build relationships. So you make the darling little dresses for the girls. Do you do anything for the little boys? Well, um, recently we started a, a new leg, should I say, <laughs> of our ministry for boys because this is a common thing. Though we are called Dress a Girl, it's as indicated by the name, our ministry is to girls um, because when a girl is dressed in rags, the statistics show that she is much more likely to be preyed upon. And that is one of the reasons why when we make our dresses, we put a label right on the front of the dress. And this, this way it lets a would-be predator know that she is watched by an organization. And so that is our primary focus. But we are all also asked, well, what do you do for the boys? And I have been praying about that because I, I know that that it's, it's tough living in poverty in a um, child that doesn't have any clothes can't go to school or all, all kinds of social problems come from that but um, I didn't want to take on more than I could handle but I would pray about that Lord if, if somebody has a passion for that bring her to me but the Lord actually brought me a whole church so I have a whole church Santa Cruz Bible Church that have really embraced the boy portion we call it dress a dude and we make wonderful useful shorts for them and then we collect dollar store t-shirts that we match up with those and we have gotten pictures back and the boys just look really sharp and they look so proud to be able to have something new many of these children get used uh, cast off donations but rarely if ever do they get anything new great now Steve inside the pockets mm -hmm. of these little dresses Something that really touches my heart is that there is many times a Bible placed inside. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is where the Gideons come in, correct? So tell that us is, a little bit more about that. That is true. Uh, we purchased Bibles from Gideons uh, and we put those in the pockets of the little dresses for the, for the girls and the pockets for the boys in their shorts. Um, 
Gideon's has been around since the 1880s. Um, it was started by two gentlemen that were uh, businessmen and they traveled around uh, the United States and they saw that there was never any mention of the word uh, anywhere in their travels. And so they came back to uh, Nashville, Tennessee and they started uh, printing the Bibles and distributing those Bibles to the local hotels and uh, other areas around Nashville. And from that, um, Gideon's has now expanded into over 200 countries. Um, they have over 100 uh, different translations of the Bible. Last year, they gave out 200 what was it? 285 million Bibles throughout wow. the world. Um, wow. So it's a big, big step. Um, and Barbara and I do that. We buy the Bibles and we stick them in the pockets uh, and we only send it to the countries that will allow us to have Bibles right. in those countries. There are still some countries around the world that will not allow Bibles in, right. um, mostly uh, different religious groups that are in charge uh, will not let Bibles in. Uh, so we don't send it to those, right. but we do send the dresses. Wow. And we love how this has been a marriage, uh, a, a marriage of our ministries. Um, it's the, uh, one of the ways the Lord has used to strengthen our relationship. Mm. So, Steve, you have been retired for about 10 years. Is yes. that what you said? Mm -hmm. And... Barbara, you're semi-retired. Yes. Um, so you, uh, Steve, you came into retirement and you guys knew um, a decade ago that d during your retirement years, it was important to you guys that you were involved in ministry, right? Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about, about that. Well, we started out um, 15 years ago and we happened to be at a... I Still Do Conference, which is a couples conference, and at the couples conference they had a table with compassion children, uh, the pictures of compassion children, little packets, and we thought, oh, that would be very fun and very interesting, and so we took one um, of those and signed up, and from that we have basically done a lot of different ministries, not also with compassion, but we've done sailing and serving uh, down in the Bahamas. We've gone to uh, Fiji with Louis Palau and did Fiji Fest down there. We went to South Africa and uh, went on a, a short-term mission project down there. And through all of that, we've come to the point where short-term missions are really the fun thing to do. We enjoy doing it. Um, every time we go, we come away with the fact that they ministered to us. We're down there to minister to them, but our hearts are really being ministered from them to us. And that's one of the things that we like about Gideon so much is that when we share the word, we share a Bible with, with some of those kids and things. Like the, the little girls will have the dresses on and they say, oh, we really like the dresses, but we love 
God's Word. Wow. And that is most likely the only book that will be in a household is this little mm. book of the Bible. Uh, and if the, if the kids live in a, in a different village, it may be the only book in the whole village. Uh, a lot of pastors don't have Bibles in some of the countries that we've gone to. So these little kids will have a Bible and they'll be the center of attraction. Wow, that is so great. Just love your heart, love your passion. Um, Barbara, tell us a little bit about how you were uh, in, a, in another church in Northern California and about the serve day and how you first came oh. on to Dress a Girl. Well, for a short time we moved up to the foot, Sierra foothills and we started attending the big Bayside Church in Granite Bay. It's the largest church in Northern California. They have over 10,000 members. And one of the Sundays we went there, the pastor just made this statement. He says, next Sunday, don't come to church. And it was just such a catchy thing that he said, but he put the caveat in there. Instead, I want you to go out into the courtyard because we have 120 projects from which you can choose. And next week, weekend, instead of coming to church, you're gonna go into the Sacramento area and be the church. And I looked over all of those and I saw uh, an advertisement there for dress a girl around the world. It said, make dresses for out of, out of simple pillowcases for little girls living in poverty around the world. And that just addressed a lot of my personal passions. And uh, I, I hadn't sewn in many, many years, but um, I grew up sewing and I kind of wanted to bring that back into my life. And so I signed up for that. And um, sure enough, on the third day, I walked in there and there were 200 ladies all in their dress-a-girl t-shirts and they, they just looked like an army united in purpose. And I, I just felt like I walked into to something that I was born to do. And I, I felt like the Lord spoke to me and said, you know, your real church in Santa Cruz needs to be doing this. And so as, as it turned out, the Lord did bring us back to Santa Cruz and I started talking it up with, with the people that I knew in my church. And um, they all said, oh yes, I think you should do that. <laughs> you know, so I, I was kind of arguing with the Lord and I knew it would be a very big commitment. But uh, I was just, I completely underestimated what a blessing it would be in my life and in the life of the participants. And so you've been doing that for what, about a year it's, and a half or two years? Yes, it was June 1st. 2013. Wow. And we're about to go on our second anniversary. We have a lot of fun things planned in celebration of that. Since then, we have delivered um, almost 3,500 dresses to 21 different countries and uh, about 2,300 Bibles. And we also collect dollar store dolls. Uh, we make the pockets nice and roomy because that's where the little girls like to keep their treasures, we've mm. discovered. And so we, we, we put in one pocket the Bible in all the countries that they're, they're accepted. And in the other pocket, we will place either a handmade doll. Some of the ladies have made handmade ones, but we can't quite keep up with that volume. So we buy these really cute ones from the dollar store. And we have so many comments of how much the little girls enjoy those. 
And Barbara, I know you have a couple stories to share of mm -hmm. people that really felt that they rediscovered a purpose in life by becoming involved with the ministry of Dress a Girl around the world. Can you share a story with us? Oh, I, oh, I wish I could tell you about all of them because this just brings out the best in people, I tell you. We think we're, we're making dresses, but we know that the Lord is making us into Christ-likeness. And I have seen this so many times, and it, it's just been a real joy. I can think of um, one specific story that affects me personally is I've gotten my very best friend through this ministry, and this was somebody that um, I kind of knew from church, but um, we weren't able to really develop a relationship, but she's the Lord brought her into this ministry, and she fills a role that... that um, is really important to me. Besides being my my dear friend, she is also the one who tracks all of our inventory and makes all the projections and gives me uh, data that I can can use in in planning. But Donna was um, not a member of of my church, but she was an attender, and uh, she enjoyed the pastor's teaching very much, but she never felt a real connection. Um, until she signed up for Dress a Girl. And then she started seeing how everybody worked together, was united in purpose, and she started thinking, well, maybe I could join this church. And so I was there the day that not only did she join the church, she got baptized at the beach. I was able to be there, and I saw her marriage really blossom. And just recently, her husband was baptized. And not only that, but her daughter and her daughter's husband, all on the same day. And so I have seen how the Lord has used this desire to help people living in poverty. But it's really identified poverty in our own lives, poverty of relationships, spiritual poverty, uh, whatever lack. He, he wants us to be abundantly full and he, he meets those needs. I have been to two funerals this past year from volunteers that, um, that were really blessed by this ministry in the last days of their lives, not knowing these were the last days. One, one day they're volunteering and then a week later they pass away. And then I read in their obituary where it's mentioned that they loved dress a girl around the world. They loved being able to um, ease the suffering of someone else and how much that blessed them in return. And I know that it made their um, last weeks of their lives really meaningful. And the Lord used that dress a girl ministry uh, to give them a sense of significance, a sense of making a difference and we all have that, that longing in us. And I can tell you people that have called me right before they're going to retire and they don't know what they're going to do. They're really distraught because their life has been so wrapped up in, in um, earning a living uh, that they don't really know what, what they can do if they're not at a job. And so I, I've, I've seen that firsthand. And, then, and I just thank God that he brought this ministry into my life where, where I can help direct people into what it is that the Lord has created them to be. And being a part of, of seeing people reach their potential in Christ is something that, that uh, the Lord has personally blessed me with. It's 
as long with some of the meeting the finest people, I think this Dresser Girl Ministry brings out the best people, the best volunteers there mm-hmm. are, and they have uh, really added to my um, joy and contentment. And uh, I wish I could tell you about a lot more, but those are some of my favorites. But And there'll be more coming up, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure of that, mm-hmm. too. Uh, so if there's someone listening to this podcast today and perhaps they have um, an ounce of sewing talent, which would be more than I have, mm-hmm. but they uh, would just love to use that gift for the Lord and mm-hmm. there's not a dress-a-girl uh, in their area, how could they... Um, how could they find out more information and maybe even get involved? Oh, well, there's lots lots of ways. We have a couple of host churches. Uh, Twin Lakes Church is our, our main host church. We have dress um, ready-to-sew dress-a-girl dress kits available for you to pick up there. And instructions are included there as well. And we also have dress-a-dude shorts kits ready-to-sew there. Uh, you know, if you just get together with one friend, you're you're a group. But we also meet in, in our home on Fridays. This is where we assemble the kits so that they can go out to our locations. Our other location, by the way, is Santa Cruz Bible Church. They've graciously given us a, a, an area in their lobby. They're always available there for you. And but Barbara, if someone's listening to this in a, def- a different part of our country, okay. they could still, they could go to the Dress-A-Girl website and they could find an ambassador for their state correct and you said that Mm -hmm. every state does have an ambassador now correct uh well no some states are lacking ambassadors but they they do have a group oh okay that they can participate in and they could also start there's instructions on how to how to host a sofest and we have seen groups form spin off of ours and it's it's been a they've had a lot of fun and so uh, if you're interested in that, there's complete instructions on how you can host a SoFest. But um, the list of ambassadors nearest you are on the website, as well as very thorough uh, tutorials on how to make the dresses. You might want to check if you're going to be sending them to an ambassador. You might want to call ahead of time, and their numbers are on the website, and see if there's anything they do a little differently. It's like we make a little bigger pocket, for example, than what's on the tutorial because we put Bibles and dolls in there. But you might want to check with them before you make 25 of them. Right. Could you go ahead and give the website for uh, Dress a Girl? Absolutely. It's um, www.dressagirlaroundtheworld.com. Very easy. Easy enough. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you missed that, Google it and Dress a Girl Around the World. And uh, just an amazing ministry. And same with Mm -hmm. Gideon's too. Um, if you have any uh, uh, time, do you want to give another plug for the Gideons, Steve? Sure, we love to do that. Um, Gideons is involved in Bible distribution, but more importantly, we are involved with the local pastors, the local churches. We go to them, and our biggest outreach is praying for the pastors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a little known fact that that you know most people don't know about, but we are involved with trying to assist the churches in the local area by praying for the pastors, praying for their church, praying for their family, praying.
praying for their kids so that they have a connection with us. Um, we are going to have in July is going to be the International Convention for Gideons, where there will be over, um, well, there'll be pastors and family members from all over the world that will be coming to San Jose. Um, we will have a local pastor dinner with somewhere between four and five hundred, or excuse me, four or five thousand different pastors in the Bay Area. Wow. This is the first time we've had one um, in San Jose ever. Uh, the last one that we had in Northern California was about 40 years ago, and that was in San Francisco. So in my lifetime, I doubt if we'll have another one, um, because they do go all over the world and have these international conventions. And then afterwards, after they have the dinners and things, they will take pastors that have come from all over the world that are Gideon speakers, and we will take those um, prearranged appointments to different churches in the area so that they can stand up before the congregations and share how Gideon's has helped them all over the world. Wow. Well, Steve and Barbara, thank you so much. Just, I love your passion for serving Jesus, mm -hmm. and I love too how you you love Jesus so much, and you just love life. You mm -hmm. uh, you travel around to all these different countries, and you're serving these precious children and their parents, and praying for kids, and sharing this dress or these shorts with them, giving them little toys. And then you're also doing some great sightseeing things, and you're having fun and sailing mm -hmm. and, and doing things. So your retirement years semi for you Barbara yeah. are just uh, so fulfilling and I think so so attractive and so I just love you guys love mm -hmm. your passion for Jesus God bless you abundantly and again for anyone that's listening today that um, you have some discretionary time um, please check out the Gideons or dress a girl around the world and we just pray that uh, uh, some someone out there some people that this would be a ministry that would really click like it has with you guys so thank okay. you so much for being oh, with us today our pleasure yeah thank you. thank you god bless you guys bye-bye all right thank you for listening to the yes podcast if you are interested in getting involved with yes or would simply like more information about this ministry we welcome you to visit our website at yes to serve.org